You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. You don't need to be tech savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up pretty easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com to start your free trial. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. For the weekend of Friday, December 31st, 2021, our last Into Tomorrow broadcast, comma, of this year. Welcome to the program. It is our 26th year, soon to be our 27th year that we launch at the big consumer electronics show. They don't want us to say that that's what it is, but that's what it is, CES. Well, it's not so big this year. That's true. The <laughs> very much scaled down because big uh, exhibitors have bailed. Yeah. We're still going to be there. That's the plan. We may be the only ones, but we'll be there. Oh, gosh. <laughs> well, if that's the case, we'll have our pick of exhibitors to interview. So yeah. it's like, what have you got? Nah, boring. What have you got that's new? Yeah. Oh, okay, let's talk to you. And, you know. and there'll be plenty of uh, press box lunches for us. <laughs> that's true. Usually you've got to wait in a long line and get uh, one box lunch. Good luck. And if you don't like it, oh, well, you already got your lunch. Go away. Yeah. So they're probably going to say, here, there's a variety of six different sandwiches. Have one of each, because <laughs> they will have had to pay for them. Anyway, we shall see what happens. But do stay tuned. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And as I mentioned, Happy New Year. I didn't think if I mentioned Happy New Year yet, but I'm mentioning did. it now because we wish you all a very Happy New Year. It is Happy New Year's weekend. If you're hearing the program on Saturday, it's New Year's Day. So we haven't talked since last year. And if you're hearing us on Sunday, it's just another day. Yeah, exactly. And we leave Monday for Lost Wages, Nevada. Yeah. So how's your 2022 going so far? Uh, uh, wonderful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> A bit anxious, you might say. Yeah. Well, we're vaxxed and boosted and all that stuff. And we have, you know, multiple masks throughout every day. So you'll see them on our videos. I'm hoping we don't have to mask up during every interview, though, because it's going to make it difficult for the radio audience to hear people talking through their masks like this. And the TV audience is going to say, we can't see the person. They're hiding. So, I don't know. We'll see. Some people, I think, are going to say, no, 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 I'm leaving it on. All right. I don't know. I mean, I don't know what to expect. And not to get political, but it's going to be hard coming from Florida. That's right. Going there. It, exactly. Even though Nevada... I had to dust my mask off. I haven't worn it in forever. <laughs> I know. I, the only time I put mine on is visiting the doctor's office. Yeah, same here. That's it. And otherwise, we've been fine. Because, like, for example, even going to restaurants here in Florida, apparently COVID doesn't work once you sit down. Yeah. But I actually had to go buy more masks because I only had one. Really? Because <laughs> don't, you don't need to wear them down here. Yeah, true. So, That's true. Having to wear it for six days out there, I figure I can't wear the same one for six days. <laughs> Ooh, yeah, yuck. That would be a problem. Yeah. Like poor Cameron last year, even all through school, he's having to wear masks, of course, all day, every day. But like most young kids, they tend to lick it or 
cough in it a lot or whatever and and ends up like when you would pick him up after school on your weekends and he'd come here it's like yeah it's a dripping mask i've been it's with him terrible. out at the store where he'll sneeze into his mask and kind of use it to wipe his nose okay. like, oh my god okay <laughs> so i guess that's going to the washing machine as soon as we get home yeah i think yeah. we just lost half the audience <laughs> yeah. but no 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 stay with us stay with us because we are uh two weeks from today starting three weeks worth of extensive ces coverage don't want to miss a minute. So many in-person exhibitors that we're going to chat with. Others we're lining up already for the week and second week after CES to do Zoom video interviews of products that they would have released at the COVID Electronic Show. Yes. And to steal a line from uh, our friends at the Pepcom Media event, out of an abundance of innovation, we're going out yeah, there. I like that. <laughs> exactly. Chris O'Malley with Pepcom, which is one of those evening press events that are not part of the official show, but they take place during the week of the official show, which happens with CES, happens with IFA in Berlin, happens with many other shows, some gaming events and so forth, um, had that best line. I thought it was terrific, you know, because you were starting to read it out of an abundance of, and we thought, oh, here we go, an abundance of caution. We're only going virtual. But he said, out of an abundance of innovation, our show is still on. So we'll be there. Talking to a, but in fact, there are probably going to be more people at those after hours press events uh, than there will be on the CES show floor at this point. It's, I think so. It's bizarre. But of course, we'll also be at the Showstoppers event. We are there all the time at all of their events. Against our better judgment, we'll be at the CES Unveiled event. Yeah, true. <laughs> just out, just, of, out of an abundance of jealousy, well, I guess. We'll out of an up. abundance of the flights were cheaper to go out a day earlier, so we'll be there for that. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, because we've been skipping it the last couple of years, because CTA doesn't know how to do an after-hours press event. Yeah. They're still trying to learn, and this year is going to be worse. So instead, yeah, the flights were cheaper. So we, you know what? We have to go out on that day. We got nothing better to do. Let's go to that press event that first night, which is, and then it's press day, and then we have the Pepcom press event, and then it's the first day of the show, and then the showstoppers. For, I'm tired already, God, but you know what? Exactly. You know, and I know this sounds corny as hell, all heck, but our yeah. listeners are worth it. Of course, our listeners yes. are worth it. It's not corny at all. It's accurate. So we hope that everyone listening will continue to listen over the next several weeks as we bring you our CES coverage. Our 27th year on the air, and therefore 26 years of CES coverage. Well, no, no, we had all 27 years. Last year was just virtual. Yeah. So we can't say we've been at CES for 27 years, but we've covered it for 27 yeah. years. Wow. But you're right, I'm tired already. <laughs> I, I can't hardly believe we've been doing this for 27 years. Neither can most of the audience. I mean, I was I was looking at pictures on the old website of you know the first few shows. You still had brown hair. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, you still had a job. Uh, oh, oh, <laughs> IBM tops a list of the ten best large companies for women. A ranking compiled by a workplace culture platform that took into account over fifteen million ratings on topics including career growth, pay, and benefits. The ratings come from women currently working at 70,000 companies, and five other technology companies landed in the top 10, including Adobe and Microsoft. So good on them. So top list of best large companies for women to work at. There you go. If your relationship is in need of a digital detox, Kahlua is making it a little easier, or, or at least a little more tempting, to step away from the screens. Oh. Uh, they're offering couples $25,000. 
Really? The alcohol purveyor will select one lucky couple to participate in the Kahlua Stir It Up Challenge. All the participants have to do is agree to go without electronics from 6.30 p.m. to 6.30 a.m. local time every day for 30 days. Now, how are they going to know that? Because afterward, they will oh. take. They have to take and pass a polygraph test focused on their technology detox in order to get paid. An actual polygraph <laughs> yes. test? To help them get wow. started, the brand will provide a Kahlua Stir It Up Challenge kit, which includes a storage box to stash their phones and ideas for ways to spend their quality time while they're phoneless. And what they don't know about the storage box is it automatically locks at 6.30 p.m. Yeah. and won't unlock until the morning. I would have no problem. You don't even have to pay me $25,000. I'll do it for 25 bucks. But they're to, only going to give one person 25 well, grand? One, one couple. A one couple. And I guess, you know, I mean, yeah, it's a, it's a huge marketing thing. But the idea, they say, is to, to get couples to come back together and get away from their digital devices i see do you have kalua with eggnog you can have kalua with anything that's true i mean i had bailey's with eggnog i used to, oh, I used so to make uh, kalua pumpkin pie every thanksgiving oh that's true oh that was tasty and we didn't get 25 grand for it no. not even 25 cents but no. it was good yeah interesting well we wish you well Qualcomm is working to establish its role in next-generation portable gaming devices following its introduction of the Snapdragon G3X Gen 1 system on a chip with a handheld gaming device in partnership with gaming company Razer. The chipmaker is promoting the chipset's low latency and fast connectivity for 5G, Wi-Fi 6, and 6E networks. And they also recently introduced the 5G-enabled Snapdragon 8 Gen 1 processor, which will be in Motorola's upcoming Moto Edge phones. The system on a chip includes enhanced artificial intelligence features that contribute to camera improvements, along with improved security, iSIM support, and a bunch of other upgrades. It should be in commercial devices early this year. So there you go, with Qualcomm stepping up because Intel has not in the last few years. Boy, they have really, I think, missed the boat on a lot of stuff, especially mobile devices. Because everybody's doing their own thing. Look at Apple. Uh, you know, I was going to say AMD is no longer using Intel. <laughs> uh, I don't think they ever did. But, uh, you know, AMD is stepping up and doing more with various companies. Of course, Qualcomm, uh, Samsung doing their own chips. You know, Intel is like way, way, way an afterthought. Although you did remind me of, of some, you know, of an interesting memory when we were doing a remote broadcast from some computer show many years ago. We were, um, AMD was hosting us. So we were broadcasting from the AMD booth. Yeah. And they actually came up and made us cover all the Intel logos on our laptops with tape. That's true. I mean, they weren't seen on camera or anything, but we use multiple laptops doing a remote broadcast because we bring up the guest website, for example, and another one is, is used by the producers to confirm the bookings and information and whatnot. And yeah, they actually, we, we laughed because we thought, yeah, that's funny. Yeah, you know, no biggie. No, no, we're no, not no, mentioning we're it. we're serious. Yes, yeah. Please. In fact, here, here's some black tape. We want you to cover all the Intel Inside logos, which ironically, we had no trouble doing. Yeah. Walmart and DroneUp have collaborated to make the first ever drone delivery from a Walmart neighborhood market in Farmington in northwest Arkansas. The drones, remotely controlled by flight engineers. Now, there's a title for you. I'm a Walmart flight engineer. Really? (laughs) Is such a thing? Anyway, they say that they can make last-mile deliveries within 30 minutes. And the service could soon be expanded to a neighborhood market in Rogers, Arkansas, and a supercenter in Walmart's Bentonville home base. Of course, all of that means that if successful, one day, 
you might get a drone delivery from Wally World. Great. (laughs) I tell you what, that beats having to be seen inside a Wally World. This is true. If they have a good price on something that I want and I can get it in half an hour, I'd order it and say, yeah, deliver it via drone. Of course, now, the fact that I live on a lake, I wonder if it ends up in the lake or on my back patio or preferably my front driveway or something. The only drone I want to deal with is the one that has the flamethrower on it. Oh, that would be interesting. I've seen they use in a lot of rural rural areas to sort of burn things off of power lines and clear debris. Don't try that at home. No. Just want to make sure and get that out there so yeah. we're not tell, th- people aren't thinking well, we're I, recommending. I don't think they're commercially available for retail. <laughs> no, I don't believe so either. But then again, we didn't think commercially available for retail deliveries either by yeah, drone. True. And now that's happening. Yeah. So let's hope it comes to a Wally world near you. And, because I'd do it. Yeah. I'd order something just for the sake of ordering it. But now they didn't say anything about prices for delivery. Probably because if you want, yeah, if you want it right away and by drone, somebody's got to pay for that. What's the old adage? If you have to ask, it's too expensive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so I can see, you know, I, I need a new toothbrush. Bring it by drone. Okay, that'll be a $100 delivery service. Yeah, you know, for, for, for a $2 toothbrush. <laughs> yes. Wouldn't surprise me. Now, it seems T-Mobile just couldn't make it to the end of the year without another cyber attack. The carrier was rocked by a massive data breach back in August. Now, this time around, attackers accessed a small number of customers' accounts, according to documents posted by the TMO report. According to the report, customers either fell victim to a SIM swapping attack, which could allow someone to bypass SMS-powered two-factor authentication, uh, had personal plan information exposed, or both. The document shows that the customer proprietary network information that was viewed could have included customers' billing account name, phone no- and account number, info about their plan, including how many lines were attached to their account. Interesting. So let's hmm. hope 2022 is a better uh, year for T-Mobile's security. Yes, if there is such a thing. <laughs> yeah. Talking about security, security officials in one of China's largest provinces have commissioned a surveillance system that they say they want to use to track journalists and international students, among other, quote, suspicious people, unquote, per documents reviewed by Reuters. Well, you know, there was a time when I would say, why would you say a journalist is a suspicious person? But unfortunately, you can't say that these days. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Exactly, whether it's fake news or otherwise. But remember, though, the time in Tiananmen Square where I was almost jailed by uh, communist China police? Yeah, I'm glad I didn't hear about that until uh, when you got back from that. I know. Yeah, did I tell you I was almost arrested? What? Yeah. And then we had pictures. Because the producer that was with me actually managed to snap a couple of quick pictures of the uh, Chinese police officer with my passport and me standing there. So the police officer and myself are in the picture, and it was mere moments. We were surrounded by two vans with a bunch of, of Chinese police that jumped out, and they followed us the whole rest of the day. And because uh, we went into the Forbidden City area, which is not forbidden to go into. It's very touristy. Um, and we went all around and we were being followed the whole rest of the day by uniformed and uh, plainclothes police. Very interesting time. <laughs> so now I guess we were labeled as suspicious journalists. <laughs> I guess so. And all we were doing was taking a picture in front of Tiananmen Square and, and that sort of thing. Didn't even mention the fact that right here is where the guy stood in front of the tank, and you'd never, ever see that in a, in a search. I tried mm-hmm. um, while you're in Beijing. You, you, nothing you see. Wow. 
It was an interesting time. Mm-hmm. John in Brunswick, Ohio, listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcast, which, by the way, you too can get anywhere you get your podcasts, but also at intotomorrow.com. Hey, John. Hey, guys. Happy New Year from the not-yet-frozen wastelands of the old Computer Fest. Congratulations on wrapping up the 26th year. Well, thank you. You know, last week when I heard that Meta was waving off the CES, and the missus found out that the Oculus that Santa was bringing our sons was a Facebook product, she actually instructed me to make Santa take it back. <gasps> oh, well, at least it saved him about 500 bucks. <laughs> Hope to see you guys at the COVID electronic show. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, John. Holy cow. But, yeah, I, I mean, even though it is, of course, Meta, which is Facebook, uh, Oculus, um, it's still a very cool device. And they yeah. did send us one for evaluation, review. We've been playing with it. In fact, I have it to pry it from some people's hands, not just Cameron, but others on the staff that are clamoring. to My turn, my turn. But there's really cool stuff with the Oculus, the Quest 2, their newest device, fully self-contained. Except that in pure Facebook fashion, you know, making, you know, having to make every dollar, they sent us, they sent us, well, yeah, we'll gladly send you some codes for, for free stuff. Well, but you have to buy these $30 games in order to use the codes we sent yeah. you. But yeah, <laughs> that was a bit odd. We thought, well, how do you want us to evaluate it if you're not going to make things work? Well, you have to buy stuff. No, we don't have to buy anything from you. That's the whole point. What, do you send it to us and, and then expect hundreds of dollars from us to be spent? No, 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 no. It doesn't work that way. So, of course, we're looking at CES at many other uh, virtual reality headsets <laughs> so we can talk about them as well because it's more than just oculus that's for sure into tomorrow.com let's meet there shall we Thousands of people contact InventHelp monthly about their invention or new product. Do you think companies would be interested in your idea? Do you want to try to get a patent? Call InventHelp now. Best of all, the call and information are free. InventHelp keeps your idea confidential, explaining every step of the invention process. We create professional materials and submit them to companies who are looking for new ideas in your category. We have more than 9,000 companies who have agreed to review new ideas in confidence. If a company shows interest in manufacturing your invention, we can negotiate on your behalf. We have helped over 10,000 clients receive patents. We offer 3D modeling and animation, prototyping services, and we use state-of-the-art technology to present client ideas to additional companies. Join people just like you who made the call to invent help. You have nothing to lose. Call us for free information at 1-800-460-1663. That's 1-800-460-1663. Again, 1-800-460-1663. Let's see. Christmas tree? Check. Little twinkly lights? Check. Family Christmas cards? Check. Shopping? Uh oh, I forgot about the shopping. Oh no, the mall, the traffic, the people, the insanity. Oh well, online shopping, here I come. Hi, this is Chris Graveline wishing you a somewhat stress free holiday season and a very happy new year. Now, back to Into Tomorrow with Santa's favorite elf. Hey, I guess it's a good thing. I was talking about myself. Yeah, yeah right, okay. <laughs> um, and a little late if you're shopping online now. That was last weekend, was well, just in case. I'm the procrastinator. Yeah, very true. But at least you were right about a happy new year for those wishes to everyone tuned into tomorrow. Very happy and hopefully very healthy 
New Year. I am Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by StreamGuys.com, providing the 24-7 stream of Into Tomorrow at our website at intotomorrow.com. People with diabetes often have to test their blood frequently. A new device makes this easier and more discreet. With this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute, here's Alfred Poor. Thanks, Dave. It's important for people with diabetes to keep close track of their blood glucose levels. For most people, this means a painful finger prick, swabs, test strips, and other gear. A new blood test device called POGO, P-O-G-O, fits in your pocket or purse and is easy to use. Just press the button, and it takes a tiny blood sample. The device holds a cartridge with 10 test kits, and your results are returned in about 4 seconds. You can even link it to your smartphone to read the results on a free app for iOS or Android phones. The result is a simple and discreet way of taking a blood measurement without any of the clutter and mess of traditional methods. The device is available by prescription or over-the-counter from Walgreens and many CVS stores. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. Well, thank you, Alfred. That sounds cool to me. And as diabetics, we should try such a thing. It just seems a lot easier. I now have the Dexcom, which gives me a constant glucose monitor. But you have to do finger pricks still. Yeah. And that would be helpful. We should look into getting one of those. So be sure to visit uh, Alfred's Health Tech Insider website, where you can sign up for his weekly health tech newsletter at healthtechinsider.com. Attention Medicare beneficiaries. Are you getting all the benefits you need? If you have Medicare, you may now be able to get new benefits. Benefits may include eyeglasses, wellness visits, gym membership, meal delivery, and hearing aids with low copay. To find out which benefits you qualify for and to find out if you're getting the benefits that you deserve, you need to call Best Medicare. Our licensed insurance agents can look up your current benefits and tell you what additional benefits are available to you. It's easy. Just one call. Tell us the deductibles you prefer, the doctors you want to see, and if you want prescription drug coverage. The service is free and you have no obligation. You may even find plans with zero monthly plan premiums, zero co-pays on many services, and zero deductibles. You deserve every medical care coverage benefit out there and we'll help you get them. Call 800-901-5093. That's 800-901-5093. 800-901-5093. And let Best Medicare do the work for you. Hey Dave, this is Joey Reynolds wishing you a Merry Christmas, a Happy New Year, a Happy Holidays. Uh, I love your broadcast. I'm going to see you at the CES in January, and I know you're going to broadcast from there, and you're going to be holding up all the new things. You are amazing, and you've done the best job that anybody ever could for the history of that organization. And I worked with you in Miami, so I know what kind of person you are, but we won't go into it. <laughs> okay. Joey Reynolds, a radio guy. And uh, his, um, I forget if it's Facebook or Instagram or and one of the things on, on one of the anti-social media that I follow him on, he's the late Joey Reynolds. Oh, okay. I guess he's just preparing. I don't I know. So. I mean, he's old now. Uh, but, oh, God. Well, that, the, you, I owed him that for 
you know, he knew he's worked with me here in Miami, but we won't go into that or something. Mm-hmm. Ah, whatever. But thank you, Joey. And from all of us to all of you, very happy new year. And of course, we wish you the best into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry Podcasting. New podcasters may need some help in setting everything up. Blueberry's top-notch support team is ready to help you just like they helped us. Just go to blubrry.com. Oh, there you go. And while you're at it, visit us at intotomorrow.com, especially over the next two, three, four weeks, because we're going to be bringing you three weeks worth of extensive coverage from CES. As a listener earlier this hour called it the COVID electronic show, but really more like the consumer electronic show, even though they don't want us to say that. Oh, well, slap my hand. It's just CES. They claim it doesn't stand for anything. Oh, please. Uh, it, what it stands for this year is uh, major exhibitors backing out. You better be nice or Gary won't send you an autographed copy of his book. <laughs> <laughs> just what I don't need anyway. Uh, Apple has patented a TV with a lenticular design that can divide a screen into up to eight views. You were talking in tech history that it was however many years ago this week? 1954 with the the duoscopic TV receiver. The duoscopic. Well, now uh, Apple's patenting this TV with up to eight views, showing isolated content to a particular viewer based on their viewing angle. The display could tap Face ID technology to determine age-appropriate programming. Hmm. Now, that didn't work for two viewers, so I'm wondering what it's going to do for eight viewers. Yeah. Probably not much. Now, granted, in 1954, we didn't have the large screens that we have today. But now with the large screens, is it still going to work? A lenticular design? I don't know. So you yeah. can have like eight different people sitting in the living room watching eight different things on one TV. I think it's just yet another one of those patents that uh, is not going anywhere. They're just patenting it to say that we patented it. Yeah, so that they'd be the first. And, of course, if somebody changes just one small item, then they can also patent that. You know, Who knows? But something maybe to look for into tomorrow. Most likely not. Yeah. We'll have to see. I'm wondering, though, would folks listening be interested in something like that? Uh I think if you want to watch something else, you go to the other room and watch something else. Yeah, I mean, (laughs) nowadays we have TVs in every room of our house. Yeah. And if you've got, you know, we all have phones, so really you've got a TV in every room of the house. Yep, (laughs) exactly. Just whip out your phone and watch whatever you'd like, or a tablet, or the bathroom mirror that shows you a TV, or something. Right. There are those. A paralyzed man has made the first direct thought tweet. After having a computer chip implanted in his brain. Oh, great. Philip O'Keefe, a 62-year-old Australian who suffers from ALS, composed and posted the tweet using only his thoughts via a brain-computer interface developed by neurotech startup Synchron. Okay, now the fact that you said it's an ALS patient and he was able to do that. All right, now I'm impressed. Now you have my attention, and I think this is a good thing. The tweet stated, no need for keystrokes or voices. I created this tweet just by thinking it. After wow. sharing the initial tweet, O'Keefe posted seven further tweets replying to questions from Twitter users, including one reading, quote, My hope is that I'm paving the way for people to tweet through thoughts. Well, forget tweeting. How about just being able to communicate otherwise? Yeah. Whether it's a text or put something up on a screen because you can't speak, that's much more important than just a tweet. Yeah. But that's a good start. I think that's pretty cool. 
And he had a chip implanted in his brain, though. Yeah. It's, you know, it's, I, I've, I, I fear that's coming for all of us. I just hope it's uh, you know, past my lifetime. Yeah. <laughs> well, if that's the case, it should be way past mine. So you'll have to visit my grave and, uh, and tell me about it. Okay. <laughs> Why not? Well, I'll be able to since you know you apparently want a, a Wi-Fi hotspot active at all times. Of course. And, and, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, or just tweet it to me. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. yeah. It'll be the late Dave Graveline. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> the upright and balancing Segway personal transportation scooter that came to be a common sight in many locales. We had one. It's on its way out. But Segway 9Bot has many other products on offer or in development, including electric scooters. Two of the company's most interesting projects now, an autonomous lawnmower and a motorized chair on two wheels. Now, I can see where that can help. The motorized chair on two wheels can help some handicapped folk. Yeah. And I remember you know, mentioning briefly the their lawnmower several months ago because apparently it was the first one to now use, I guess, GPS to find its way around your yard versus yeah. having to put in, uh, you know, whatever they call Wires. Them. Yeah. Wires. <laughs> whatever yeah, they wires. call them. But that's what we had to do. We even did that with one that we got many, many years ago to eval and review. Yeah. But I remember we, had, we, had, we to had to bury wire all around yeah, your yard. A perimeter wire. All the way around to keep the lawnmower from just going on down the street. Or down into the lake. <laughs> That's also because that concerned us. We watched it the first several times, standing between the edge of the grass and the lake, which wasn't much room, just to make sure that the perimeter wire was doing its job. Mind you, this was the first time we were able to even do such a thing. So we had, as I recall, six or seven of us kind of lined up. If the thing starts heading toward the lake, <laughs> jump in front of it. That's what you want to do with a lawnmower, jump in front of it. Yeah. Well, and hit the off button. But it worked. And it was well done. But now, an autonomous lawnmower, again, if it's using GPS, and you outline much like you would do with a robotic uh, vacuum cleaner now. Mm -hmm. It maps your house, so you would probably be drawing like you had to do with the Quest 2 Oculus. You drew a play area. In this case, you would draw... An area of your yard, probably from Google Maps, maybe. And you draw the area and then keep an eye on it the first couple of times. But make sure that it stays within that area and it, it uh, does your lawn. Yeah, just like I had to do with the robotic vacuum. You know, once the Christmas tree was up, I had to redraw my little uh, map because yeah. I learned the hard way when it started its scheduled clean when I was away from the house. And I would get home and it would be there all tangled up in the tree skirt. Yep. So. And messing up the presents and there and pushing them all around. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what can you do? Yeah. Hyundai just uh, may have only just released its first ground-up electric car, but it's apparently ready to leave combustion engines behind. Oh, I thought you meant they grounded up a car. Uh, uh, no. Ground up from – they built from the ground up? Yes. Oh, okay. I was yeah. concerned. Why would they grind up a car? Uh-huh. No, but there is a uh, unrelated a, a video I saw on uh, YouTube of a, a guy over in Finland or whatever that apparently blew up his Tesla because it was going to cost him like $28,000 to replace the batteries in it. So rather than spend that kind of money, he hired somebody to wire it with, you know, like explosives? 60-something, 60-something pounds of explosives. Oh. And he took it out to a mountainside in Finland and blew it up. I would. You need to find <laughs> that video and send that to me again. I, I would like to see it. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, poor Elon Musk is going, yeah, I don't do that. But mm-hmm. come on, 28 grand to replace batteries? That's, yeah. my goodness, you can buy a whole new car. Not electric yeah. for that. Yeah. <laughs> Intotomorrow.com is where we hope 
you will join us. And be sure to check out Chris's This Week in Tech History videos. He shows you a lot of these cool things that he brings us back in the world of tech history. And those things that, of course, have pictures available. Sometimes they're just drawings or like cartoon kind of things, but you get the idea. Yeah. And you put them on your Twith videos. I do. That's This Week in Tech History, History, History. And they're all available for you, along with interviews from all of our guests, especially upcoming over the next couple of weeks from CES at intotomorrow.com. You don't need to be tech-savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com, that's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com, to start your free trial. Hey, y'all, this is longtime listener Ricky in the Woodlands, Texas, wishing our deployed troops a happy holiday season, prosperous new year, and safe returns. Make sure y'all do Dave a favor and listen to the Into Tomorrow show and check out the ITTV videos. I know it's Christmas, but if you watch them long enough, you might just find an Easter egg. And now back to you, Dave. <laughs> and the Easter egg could just be Chris doing This Week in Tech History. History, history, history. It could be. But thank you, Ricky, in the Woodlands. That's what it's called. I happen to know that he's also a veteran. So glad that he also mentioned the troops. And a very happy new year, happy holiday to all of our listeners. And, of course, very happy new year to everyone on this New Year's weekend. You might be listening uh, to your favorite radio station or podcast or stream on January the Onest. So happy new year today. Otherwise, welcome to 2022. We hope you're having a very happy new year. Yeah. This week's show, by the way, is for the weekend of Friday, December 31st, 2021, because we always use the Friday dates going into the weekend. If you want to come back and look at show notes or hear your call again or someone else's call and our answer, it's always there for you at intotomorrow.com. In, in case you didn't know by now, I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you by Autonomous, ergonomic office furniture that helps you work from home productively. Check out autonomous.ai. Larry in Metamora, Michigan, listens to the free Into Tomorrow podcast, which I hope, please, that you have signed up for as well. Did I mention they're free? Hey, Larry. I have Charter Spectrum as my cable provider and uh, had their package of cable TV, phone service, and Internet. My son told me about Sling TV, so got that and canceled the cable TV portion of the Internet bill with Charter Spectrum. IP providers can see what you're doing, and if they're watching and they can see that we're watching programs on Sling TV, are they slowing down the Internet connection purposely? We've had a couple of incidences where my wife was watching Netflix, I was watching Sling, and just stopped right in the middle of the programs. So I'm wondering if you've ever heard of the cable companies doing that because you're not paying the $246 that you were paying before. Well, Larry, we actually haven't heard of it happening quite yet. 
But it's been legal since former FCC chairman Ajit Pai did away with net neutrality. So technically, right now, AT&T's broadband service can legally set requests to Netflix.com at dial-up speeds or make Verizon.com so that the page never really finishes loading before scripts time out. Yeah, cable companies can also legally charge you for a streaming package to allow you to access Sling if they want to. In your case, that's probably not what's going on. Since we haven't seen that in the U.S. yet, it does happen in other countries that lost net neutrality protections. Uh, so upping your speed might be all that you need. Um, it could happen in the coming years, though, so don't be too terribly surprised if it does. Yeah, now at the moment, the only state with net neutrality protection is California, and it had to fight in court just to keep that. So we'll see. But Larry, you bring up a very good point. So we invite others in our audience who've had similar experiences to share those experiences with us. Might be a little tech rage, if you will. Let us know your thoughts at intotomorrow.com. And we want to hear from you. Call. If you're heard on the air, you win fabulous prizes, just like Larry. And it's that easy to get prizes, to get good stuff. And by the way, we've already had several exhibitors that we are pre-booking that planning to interview that have promised us some additional prizes that we're going to come back with from lost wages nevada and hopefully we'll have plenty of other cool stuff to share with our audience yeah, like if you want to secure your belongings with your finger that's all i'll tell you just stay tuned uh, to find out what uh, will be given away from th- one particular company i think i know what you mean yeah, yeah so you don't want to be robbed Yeah, I see what you did there. (laughs) See what I did there? Yeah, check it out. Now, speaking of which, if you call in now and participate, questions, comments, maybe you got something from Santa that you want to get more info on, you don't quite understand anything involving consumer tech, we want to hear from you. How does one do that? You could uh, use the uh, free uh, app. Uh, yeah, yeah, you that. sure? Yes. Yeah. It's free Into Tomorrow app. It's so free that it just freaks you out. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Uh, there's a message to studio button there. You could stop by intotomorrow.com, click the Ask Dave microphone, or you could use the old-fashioned phone number, 800-899-INTO, 800-899-4686. Now, go back one where you talked about using the Ask Dave microphone button uh-huh. on anything with a browser and a microphone. Yeah. So your smartphone, there you go, most obvious perhaps, uh, your tablet, your pooter, your your pooter, computer or your laptop pooter. Yeah. Anything with a microphone and a browser, it works. Yeah. And we just sort of hold your hand through the process a little bit and we ask for your your first name and where you're joining us from and how you hear the show. And then we get you on the air. Voila, you win stuff. It's that easy. More details at intotomorrow.com. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID-19, but you can't go it alone. Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. 
The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800 683 9499. 800 683 9499. Hi, this is Ed Steele from Selkirk, Scotland, in the United Kingdom, and I love listening to the Into Tomorrow podcast. I just want to wish all the listeners a very Merry Christmas and have a Happy New Year. Now back to Santa Dave and his elves in the Into Tomorrow workshop. Well, thank you, Ed, in Scotland. We appreciate that. And, of course, he has to listen to podcasts because we don't have yet a radio station in Scotland carrying the program. Kind of makes me want to have some haggis. Oh, really? Probably, probably not. But, no. You know. I mean, because you know what's in that? It's <laughs> yeah. just, I don't know. It's thrown in a bunch of stuff, whatever's left over or something. I don't know. What is haggis, actually? It's it's apparently a bunch of stuff you don't want to eat stuffed inside something you don't want to eat. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it's apparently a delicacy Yeah, in good old Scotland. <laughs> yeah. So thank you, Ed. We do appreciate that. And, of course, from all of us to all of you, very happy new year. And thank you for tuning into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. This portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by HughesNet, America's number one choice for satellite internet. If you'd like more info, text the word radio to 35000. Robert listens through the Radio Garden app. Pretty cool app to get you us uh, our show as well. Hey, Robert. If I purchase a cell phone from a provider and stick with them for a year, am I entitled to get the unlock code? to make it an unlocked phone and usable on any carrier? Well, Robert, good question. Back in 2014, then-President Obama signed a bill into law with the ridiculous name Unlocking Consumer Choice and Wireless Competition Act that made unlocking legal. Now, after that, carriers dragged their feet a little and about a year later finally started unlocking phones by request, or I should say insistence, as long as they were fully paid off. Now, that means that you may not necessarily be able to get yours unlocked after a year, but you will be able to have it unlocked after the contract you signed up for lapses and your phone is fully paid for. Yeah, now some carriers will still unlock your phone if you haven't yet fulfilled your contract, but are willing to pay off the balance left on the phone. Not all carriers are the same, though. What is a very simple process with some, in which they just ask you for your phone's serial number and unlock it for you, may be a painful and long process with others. So give yourself some time if you need it unlocked by a set date due to travel or anything similar. Yeah, but at least, hopefully, you can get it unlocked, and that's the important thing in the long run. Let us know, because maybe we can help light a fire or two. Speaking of lighting a fire or two, we trust that you subscribe to our free once-a-week tech newsletter. goes out every Thursday night, Eastern Time, and it's very easy to unsubscribe. Not that anyone ever does. Really, they don't, because if you subscribe to it, you want it. And what happens is when you visit intotomorrow.com, a little box pops up, asks only for your email address, which we don't share with anyone and we don't spam anyone. We use a double opt-in program. So you put your email address in. You will then get a subsequent email. So be sure and check your email, especially your spam filter, just in case, and click that link. Voila! You'll then be getting our once-a-week tech newsletter that has stuff like 
Tech news. Go figure. We've got some hmm thoughts to make you smile. We tell you the prizes we're giving away. We tell you the guests that are coming up on the show. All sorts of fun stuff. There you go. Sign up, please, right now while you're thinking of it at intotomorrow.com.